Welcome back, everyone, to Celia Grace and Grit, Grace, and Gratitude. This episode is about my struggles with infertility. I managed not to get pregnant before getting married. More on that later. My first marriage, I tried not to, as we were young. We were in college, and I was the only one working to pay the bills. It would have been ridiculous to think that we were ready for children. I was thankful that we didn't have kids when the marriage fell apart four years later. My next husband and I lived together for seven years before we got married. We were not as cautious and were as surprised as anyone when I had my first miscarriage. I had no idea I was pregnant, but after a hard tumble across the water while tubing behind the boat at the lake, I ended up in the urgent care with pain and bleeding a few days later. I was told it was a miscarriage and I needed an ultrasound. While the technician did the procedure, she asked if I knew I had a bicornate uterus. Hell, I didn't even know I was pregnant, much less that my uterus was unusual. I went home, finally, to rest and grieve. I would have done things differently if I'd known. My partner was shocked to hear what happened when he got home. We decided that we needed to see a doctor and find out what this bicornate issue even meant. The doctor was a specialist and he said I could have surgery to try and minimize the wall that divided my uterus and improve my chances at a viable pregnancy in the future. If not, the next pregnancy would be monitored closely. A problem such as the one I had was formed in utero. I was born this way, in other words. As we weren't married, we were certain we had plenty of time to cross that bridge when it came to it. We were married a year before we moved, and I had to find a new doctor. First visit with him? We told him what we knew. He was great. He didn't seem too concerned and thought we could be successful. So we tried and tried. Temperature taking, ovulation charts, the whole nine yards. Every month when my period came, it was a blow. All of our friends and family had kids. Hell, some of our students had them already. I was surrounded by people I loved that had something I pined for. I distanced myself from them emotionally. My own nieces and nephews were a joy and a heartbreak to me at the same time. I was happy for them, but I could not join them. People ask me all the time, when are you going to start having kids? This is a normal question on our social norms list of topics. I was one to say, oh, not yet. There's plenty of time for that. And all with a smile to boot. I became pregnant and we were ecstatic. We didn't tell anyone. It was too soon in case something went wrong. We had been trying for years at that point. It was a stressful time for us, and we only had each other. I can't remember how far along I was, but another miscarriage happened in the first few months. We were crushed, to say the least. The doctor told us, take a break, and we would discuss options. We had tests to see if there were other issues. We were miserable. Tests to determine sperm count and egg viability were taken. Trying to get pregnant and failing every month was a roller coaster ride. I didn't have time to process the emotions before it began again. Pregnancy came along, and once the test came back from the doctor, I was put on bed rest. I was shocked. I, I couldn't go to work. My coworker said, Don't worry about it. We'll take care of your class. My principal said, Well, do what your doctor tells you to. Go home. I called my husband and told him. We were thrilled, but terrified. I had to have blood tests often to check my hormone levels. We were hopeful. I sat in the recliner like a good girl. A few weeks in, there was a problem. 
An ultrasound was needed, and we went. It was ectopic this time, and it had to be terminated. I don't know that I ever recovered from that day. I was broken. Our dream of becoming parents were crushed, and we didn't know who we were supposed to be with that information. Sure, we could be the cool aunt and uncle. Yes, we could travel for holidays because it was easy for us. We didn't have kids to put in the car. Our parents didn't visit us as often as those with grandkids to spoil. We were seen as less as educators since we didn't understand what it was like to have kids of our own. Who would take our advice? We pretended that we were fine with not having kids. We could do what we wanted, when we wanted. We spent money on ourselves. We took trips. We had fun. We discussed adoption, but I wanted my own. I knew the system was imperfect, and the odds of it going our way, they were a long shot. We soldiered on, the world not knowing our pain. We were fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. We were a meme before they were even invented. I'm glad to say that I have finally been able to have a relationship with my niece and nephews. I fessed up to my sisters and parents as to why I have not been a part of their lives for most of my adult life. They had no idea, and they were hurt that it took me so long to tell them. They understand now, and I think they see me for what I am because of it. Mother's Day is so hard for me. It's a day of so many could-have-beens for me, and I couldn't make it happen. My running joke when something happens in school or in my classroom and the kids aren't great, my, my line is a reason number 5,642 why God didn't give me children. The number changes all the time. Everybody laughs like they're supposed to. It works as an out to a hard conversation for everyone. It's a joke that I love teaching because I don't have to take home any kids with me at the end of the day. Again, everybody laughs. I sometimes think I would like to find a man with kids so I can have that chance, but that's not a good enough reason to make a life with someone. People ask if I have kids when they meet me, and when I say no, they're usually surprised and ask, why not? Do people not understand that saying I was unable to have children is like twisting the knife again? I feel like it's my duty to educate people by being open about it, and most people feel horrible when I tell them. But maybe they'll know not to ask the next time. I don't know what the right way is. I just know that when you are in the throes of infertility and the pain that comes with it, that question is hard to answer without making a scene. The grit to keep trying, the grace to be happy for others who are successful, and the gratitude that you are able to still have a life without children of your own is my way of thinking now. Be mindful of what others could be going through. It is tough to be on the outside looking in. Take care until next time. Love y'all. Bye.